Move, Go, Walk, and Flow. This podcast, Special Needs in Motion, is dedicated to helping individuals learn to move and function at their best. Listen along to learn a little, laugh a little, and be inspired. Please like and share so others can have access and join our community. Well, let's go. I'm your host, Ilana, a physical therapist, product developer, mom, wife, author, blogger, and known to many as the idea therapist. I love a great discussion, connecting and coaching the families with whom I work, and it is a pleasure to be your host. Just a quick note, if you would like to sponsor an episode, please reach out to me, Ilana, I-L-A-N-A, at theideatherapist.com, or check the show notes. And any information shared on this podcast should not be taken as direct advice, and you should consult your local therapist, professional, or doctor before trying anything suggested in this podcast. Hi, this is Ilana, the host of Special Needs in Motion, and tonight I am here with Vanessa Bernard, who is an expert, or we're we're hoping an expert, (laughs) or an experienced uh, individual, I should say, at working with parents and therapists and insurance companies and kind of getting that all to come together. And I'm actually crazy enough to tackle this subject in a podcast, but we're going to try to offer some information for parents and therapists navigating this crazy insurance world. So Vanessa, first of all, thank you so much for giving me and all these listeners your time. Oh, absolutely. It's my pleasure. And why don't you first just tell us a little bit about yourself and how you help families and therapists? Okay. Um, My name is Vanessa Barnett, like Ilana said, and I have been working with Atlanta Children's Therapy Associates for about 10 years now. And I help in the office with, like Ilana said, insurance. And insurance sometimes is very, it's very intimidating for parents. As some parents, they know they have insurance, but they don't really know what their insurance offers them. And what we do is if I, if we get a new client, a new patient, we have to run benefits with the insurance companies to see what the insurance entails and what the patients have and do not have and how many visits they have and don't have. And I think that's one thing that parents should educate themselves on. If they have an insurance, it doesn't matter what it is. For example, if you they have United Healthcare or Blue Cross Blue Shield, I would suggest that a parent call the insurance company as well just to see what their benefits are. And most parents, I'd say 99% of parents do not do that. So they don't really know if a certain service is covered or if it's not covered. Most of the time when we do run the insurances, they are covered in some sort of way. But some insurance companies don't cover services. A lot more speech services than OT and PT. And also based on a different insurance company, you have different, you know, how many visits you can have or if it's covered in network, out of network. And I think parents should be aware if their service are in-network or out-of-network, because most of the time with in-network coverage, your deductible is smaller than out-of-network coverage. I just wanted to add in that it's not only challenging for the parents, but for the therapist as well. Yes. And sometimes therapists are parents themselves. 
So, you know, I have children and for different services, sometimes I'm very aware and sometimes I'm not. So I think this idea of calling in and educating yourself is paramount. But can you also kind of touch on, this is so basic, but I think just Mm -hmm. maybe for new parents or, you know, some parents I have are very young. They've just gotten insurance. If Could Mm -hmm. you explain a little bit difference between like copay and deductibles? Sure. So a lot of insurance, insurance has changed so much in the last couple of years. So when you call in and you have a deductible, that is an amount that the insurance company has said that you have to pay before they start covering any insurance amounts, before they start covering anything for any, it doesn't even have to be for therapy. It can be for you know regular doctor's visits or anything like that. So if the insurance company tells you that you have a $1,000 deductible, you have to pay that $1,000. And once you as a parent or as a patient have paid that $1,000 deductible, then the insurance company will start paying what is set in your plan. If it's 100%, if it's 80%. So that's what a deductible is. A copay, not every carrier, I mean, not every insurance company does have a copay, but some insurance carriers do if it's a specialty visit, like a OTPT, or if it's a, you know, a specialty visit with a doctor, do have a copay amount. And it's normally between $25 to $35 generally, but it can go up to $50. And that copay is every time you go have that service, or your child has a service, or you as a you know, yourself as a service, you have to pay that $25 copay. But not every um, insurance company does ask for that. And I would say most do not, but some do. It just depends on what your plan is. And also another thing, with most insurances I find now, the higher premium you pay per month, the lower your deductible is. And not everybody can pay really high premiums per month. So if your premium is on the lower amount, your deductible is going to be higher. So that's just one thing that parents need to understand as well. Okay, that's very good information. Now, what changes have you seen? Like you said, it's changing so much, and obviously tomorrow it'll be changed again. Right? I mean, in the past, there was just people could choose for, from so many carriers. I mean, you have Blue Cross Blue Shield, United Healthcare, Cigna. Now there's a lot more TRICARE. I just think there was a more wider variety to choose from. And then obviously with, you know, I mean, that happens with every government changing and new insurances changing. Mm-hmm. It's just getting harder and harder to be part of like a Blue Cross Blue Shield or to be part of a United Healthcare. And Blue Cross Blue Shield has changed as well because so many carriers are leaving different states. And so your choice that you can, you know, choose from is smaller and smaller. Right. So it's, you know, it's just very hard. And that's something that, you know, it's that's not in our control. It's not in parents' control. That's just, unfortunately, the way, you know, the cookie crumbles and the government rules. And we just have to go by, you know, what is stated by Mm -hmm. the government. What is the most challenging aspect about what you do, would you say? Uh, Getting through to an insurance carrier. Sometimes, Uh you know, when you call an insurance carrier, for example, like a Blue Cross Blue Shield. There are so many different Blue Cross Blue Shields and the prefix number is different. So you call one, which you think it's your carrier, and you, you know, sometimes you're on the phone for 45 minutes just Mm -hmm. to have a two-minute conversation to find out, 
how many visits the child has per calendar year, how many visits have been met, are we in network, are we out of network, mm-hmm. and is pre-certifications required. And lately, more pre-certifications are required than ever before in previous in previous. So what exactly is a therapy. pre-certification? That means mean? that the carrier, well, like a Blue Cross Blue Shield, they would say, we need pre-certification for speech therapy. So they want to see a evaluation that was done on the child and then their nurses or healthcare providers will read over the letter and they will determine if services are needed and they will determine how many visits you get. Um, So sometimes we get 10 visits at a time, sometimes we get five and after those five visits, we have to send another letter in because they want to see if any progress has been made. Even after five visits, I know it sounds crazy, but sometimes that's just the way it is. Yes, and you yes. mentioned you mentioned carrier. Like, explain the word carrier. When you oh, I'm sorry, that. like like a like insurance company. Sorry, like a Blue Cross Blue Shield or United Healthcare or something. Oh, like Cigna. Sorry, okay. let me say carrier, like an insurance company. Okay, perfect. And you know what you said before about having to get it's so hard to reach them. I know. With my son, when I was trying to get something certified, like he had hurt his wrist, they called back and said that I had to fill out certain more papers to find out if it was really an accident or not. But it took me like three days to get to the right person. They kept giving me different phone numbers. It's, so It's very hard. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it's easy and sometimes it's very hard. And then mm-hmm. also a lot of our families do have insurance coverage, but it's from a different state. But we have to build through the state that we're in. So we have to build through Georgia. So yeah. even if you have Blue Cross Blue Shield from Illinois, we still have to build through Georgia. And Georgia then sends it to, you know, Illinois or wow. where, where it is. So sometimes it's just harder to get hold of those um, insurance companies. But, you know, you have to do it because we have to make sure that services are covered and that at the end of the day, the parents are not surprised by a massive bill because they they just assumed services would be covered, uh-huh. but in actual fact, they're not. Right, right. I always say insurance is so different. Like you don't go buy a dress and then get a bill later. But Correct. that does happen with doctor's visits and things like that. So, you know, I think what you're saying is knowledge is power. But so. also another thing that parents have to understand is when we bill insurances, mm-hmm. for example, the Cigna, the Blue Cross, United Healthcare, it takes them a while to get the EOB, which is the letters that come back to us that say if services were covered or not. Mm-hmm. So then when we bill parents, say a month later, or sometimes even two months later, and they're like, well, why am I only getting the bill now? It's because the day we bill the insurance company, we don't get the bill, we don't get the you know invoice back from them two days later. It can right. take up to 15, between 15 and 30 business days just for right. them to send us a paper statement back saying, Yes, it was covered. No, it wasn't covered. It went to the deductible. You know, more information is needed, etc. So, you know, parents have to understand that as well. It just doesn't happen overnight. It, it takes a while to get, yes. you know, the benefits, you know, the coordination of benefits back to us. Right. Okay. Now, let me uh, trample on just another topic lightly, but sure. explain the difference between that and parents who are using Medicaid. And for their kids, for therapy, because we have quite a few parents who, who yes. do use that. Yes. And Medicaid, if you can get Medicaid, it's a wonderful thing to have. I know it's a very 
long process to go through and there is so much paperwork to do. But Medicaid is a state-funded program that literally pays for everything. Um, now, some parents get straight Medicaid, which means Medicaid covers everything. They don't have private insurance. Some parents have something that's called deeming waiver, which means that they actually do have private insurance. For example, they do have like a Cigna. And so we will bill Cigna first. And if Cigna pays under the Medicaid rate, we can bill the remainder to Medicaid. If Cigna pays over the Medicaid rate, we cannot bill Medicaid because that's, you know, you can't double dip. Right, right. Um, so the state sets a certain amount and they say we will pay X amount for physical therapy. So if we get paid less than that, we can bill up to the remainder, you know, to Medicaid. And But, yeah, Medicaid will always – it depends what you have. Like I said, straight Medicaid and then there's deeming waiver and then also another – part of Medicaid, but it's not really Medicaid, but it's CMO billing, is also Amerigroup, Peach Date, and WellCare. And they all have the same rate as Medicaid. Oh, and CareSource now. So, And, and what all, exactly are those programs? What they are, they are, it's called CMO. So it's basically Medicaid, but it's just a different part of, instead of having straight Medicaid, they'll say, oh, you'll have Peach Date now, or you'll have CareSource. Medicaid decides what you can have and cannot have. Got it. So with these, um, with these CMOs, you have to get authorization before you can start seeing a child. Yes. With Medicaid, you get two, we call them in parentheses, free visits, but they're not free, but you don't need an authorization. But with the Mary Group, Peach Date, WellCare, you need authorization before we can start treating a child. So when we tell a therapist, oh, your child has a marrow group, we ask them immediately for it. Um, you can go out, do the evaluation. We get the prescription from the doctor. We send that off to the carrier. They come back and give us X amount of visits. Normally it's three months at a time. Mm -hmm. And then we'll see the child for three months. And then in three months time, we'll, you know, go back again and redo it again. A new evaluation notes right. this time because now you've seen the child so we can send notes and showing that the child has made improvement or there hasn't really been that much improvement so let's you know can we ask for some more visits mm -hmm. and I know as a therapist I so appreciate by the way I forgot to mention that's how you and I know each other's through Atlanta Children's Therapy Associates but as a therapist like I so appreciate the information that comes from you telling me oh, you have three more visits or this has been approved or you need a new evaluation, you know, that lets us as therapists do our jobs better and be able to focus on what we need I to focus on. I think if we on. just all, you know, that's what we just try and do. We try and stay on top of it. And, you know, we have spreadsheets that have when the authorizations are expiring. So when we know it's closer to the time, be like, hey, Ilana, you know, you have two more visits left and then, you know, your authorization is going to expire. So that sure. gives you time to do a new evaluation and, yes. you know, that set it in your week's visit. So you're not, you know, bogged down with, you know, six evaluations in one day. So we just try and stagger it. So, you know, when ones are coming up and then you can plan accordingly. Sure. Now you mentioned like parents educating themselves, calling, mm -hmm. learning about their benefits, but are there any other ways that you would suggest them getting the most out of their insurance benefits for their children? I mean, I just think, you know, 
calling the insurance company and just asking, even if they ask the basic questions, is this yep. covered? And getting a diagnosis from their pediatrician because most of the carrier well, insurance companies, sorry, will ask what is the diagnosis or what is a CPT code? Now, a CPT code is a code that we use to bill for either speech therapy, occupational therapy, um, and that is a code that they can get from their pediatrician or it's just something that they can look up. And generally for occupational therapy, I'm sorry, for pediatrics, the CPT code is 97530. And that's what the most insurance carriers will ask. So if you know your child's diagnosis, it's autism, it's Down syndrome, it's, you know, receptive, expressive dis- delay, you can ask that to your insurance company. And then, then they, if they ask for a CPT code, you can always get that from your pediatrician. Um, yeah. Or you can ask the therapy company, you know, and we'll be more than happy to, you know, help you. But I just think that parents really don't have any idea what services are covered and not covered. And myself included as a parent, I, I always took it for granted. Oh, I have insurance. I'm sure it's covered. <laughs> right. Until right. the day when you get a bill and you're like, oh my goodness, I didn't know. Okay. And I want a big question that comes up mm-hmm. and this is kind of two questions. I'll just sort of throw them together. But are there any programs out there that you're aware of that help parents get funding outside of insurance or... For example, um, equipment is a big thing that often insurance companies might not cover. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the time, with, if you have Medicaid, Medicaid will cover that. Uh, you know, yeah. parents don't have to pay for that. But you could always ask your therapist because a lot of, you know, therapist groups do have equipment that they use for one child and then maybe a child doesn't use it anymore and they mm-hmm. can you know reach out to the therapist and say do you know of anybody in your therapy group that does have a walker or does have splints or something that we could just borrow for the time being and absolutely a lot of therapists do have that and a lot of therapist companies do have extra equipment on hand which they'd be more than happy to you know share with other patients you know and also in you know therapy groups there are a lot of you know, therapy groups out there that parents can join or belong to. And then there's another program in Georgia called Babies Can Wait. Mm-hmm. This is a program. It's for children that are three years and younger. It's also another state program where parents, if they qualify, Babies Can Wait will help pay for services. But it's only for kids that are three years older and younger. Once you hit three years old, you age out of the Babies Can Wait program. Yes. And even if you're in Babies Can't Wait, don't they still bill your insurance, though, like for therapies? If, like it's not- if you, yes, if you've consented to that. Some families can opt out and say, I don't want to have my insurance company billed. And um, based on your, it's Babies Can't Wait works on a financial status. They look at your financial, you don't see how much, you know, you bring in a month and how much you qualify for. But some families opt out and say, I don't want you to bill my insurance company, bill myself and just babies mm-hmm. can wait. So yes, right. you can't opt out of not being billed. The insurance company does not have to be billed. 
But that's also a good program to be part of. And then also parent magazines and, you know, the just anything on the website if you can go and just educate yourself more because it is it's very overwhelming for parents. Yeah. You know, for and- children that have you know, disabilities and it's, it's just a lot. And so it is very hard. And I know parents feel very lonely out there, but they are, you know, if you go online and look for support groups and, you know, things like that, or even ask your therapist if they know of any support groups and the therapists, most therapists that I've dealt with, and we are very lucky. We have a fantastic group where I work, will go above and beyond and help families and, you know, do whatever families need and just help them get the extra support that they want so always ask your therapist yeah you know on those lines I just was part of helping a child get a bike um, Mm -hmm. from the great bike giveaway Mm -hmm. so that's a program that's out there through the friendship circle and once a year they have a bike giveaway and you fundraise and anyways they end up uh, getting a bike so that's kind of cool but there's also we have a there's a program in Georgia called FODAC, but you know, there, mm-hmm. like you said, they're in other states have different programs yes. that are, have different names. Other, you know, ours is Babies Can't Wait, but other states have their programs and there's other nonprofit. And yes, as a therapist, I'm always switching equipment around if I need to, you know, taking a vest that's used from one child, I'll wash it really well and ask another parent if they want it, you know, mm-hmm. because until they can get their own or so, yeah, yeah we're absolutely. We are, we, we are trying to help that. Can you think of anything else that you would like to enlighten parents or therapists about in regards to insurance or funding? Because what you've said so far is extremely insightful. So um, I think just be patient. <laughs> That's <laughs> sometimes good. It is, it is hard, you know, to get the information. But, you know, as like I said, as a parent, you should know and you should educate yourself. But, you know, that's why we have billing departments and we have, you know, people in offices to get this information for you. But if you know it as well, it just makes it so much easier. And it's, it's easier for a parent to understand than when you have a bill and they're like, Oh my goodness, I don't know what this is for. And, you know, Mm -hmm. so I would just say, educate yourself as much as you can. Right. And I would say patience and persistence. Yes. Persistence with patience. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And also if you have, you know, friends or family, not everyone has that, but they can help you spend time on the phone or, you know, a lot of times, you know, that can be helpful because it does, it's, it's time consuming. It is very time consuming. But, you know, once, you know, if you're on the phone with one company and you have multiple children, you can ask them to help you. Not that they will all the time, but, you know, you can. But definitely if you have family and friends, that can help. But if you don't, again, ask the therapist. You know, that that's what the therapists are here for too. And then they can reach out to the office and say, look, my patient is having a hard time getting hold of the insurance company. Can you help? And, you know, most companies do have people in the office that are bilingual. So if we do have Spanish speaking children and families that can't get on the phone with the insurance companies, you know, we can absolutely help them and explain it to them. So, you know, the the therapist is there to help the family. And then we are in the office there to support and help the therapists. Right. Yeah. I was going to say, I've really appreciated that. Because uh, being that I'm not bilingual, I know I've learned many words that yes. help with therapy. <laughs> but yeah, I really mm-hmm. lean on you guys to help the parents out. You know, both 
English speaking and Spanish speaking or oh, any other language that uh, any might other pop language up. if we can help then absolutely that's what we are there to do mm-hmm. definitely well thank you so much I appreciate your time with this well thank, thank you. you so much for having me Alon I really appreciate it and I love what you're doing with this whole podcast thing it's fantastic and you do so <laughs> much fun. for all the families and the children so I do appreciate it very much okay well have a great evening thank you you too Thank you for listening and sharing. I really appreciate your helping me spread tips that might be of help to someone you know. And remember that why is not near as important as what and how. Have a special day.